John, we're gonna edit in post. <laughs> yes, we are. This is the. Is this the microphone? Yeah, yes. the the new iPads pick up really well. <laughs> we'll just add in post. It's already happening. <laughs> I think, you guys know the words. Episode of Kentucky Commons Radio Hour on this yeah. eh, decent Wednesday yeah, evening. Nice day. Nice okay. it has been. Uh, uh, my name is Michael Muller, joined today by John Renane, David Satterley. Together we are at Louisville Ale Trail. We have a couple special guests here today and uh, a special beer as well that we'll get to in just a second. Uh, but hey, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not watching this, that's on you. You could be watching this right now. We have a Patreon where for $3 a month, you can see Satterley spill beer all over the place like he just did. You pour beer like a savage. Like <laughs> that, that is incredible. That tall pour was out I of control. Mean, However, he did control it well. It, it, yeah. was, it was under control. So, you know, take a look. www.patreon.com slash kycommons. And if you can't do that yet, that's okay. Just leave a review on your favorite podcast app. That's fine too. We prefer five stars. Four is acceptable, but just like say why. Uh, and then, you know, just, just leave a good review. That's what I'm saying. Is this the part where I read chapter three? Yeah. Yeah, so, and, and there are other perks to the whole Patreon thing as well. We've gone over that before, uh, but uh, there are some special gifts in there, too, if you, if you do, do it. So, uh, special guests today. Two guests, actually. What we, up? We are joined today by Amelia Pillow, the founder and brewmaster at Chippingport Brewing Company, uh, one of Louisville's newest breweries, but then yeah. also Bentley McBentelson, uh, the director of marketing at Long John Silver's. We normally don't have Long John Silvers That's on right, here. That's right, everybody. It's uh, that episode. So they did a special collaboration together, and we're here to talk about that. Yeah. So, Amelia, Bentley, how's what it going? What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> 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 I was like going, and what the fuck? All right. It's going good. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is good beer? Ahoy there, ahoy so, there mateys. <laughs> so we have this beer that's released earlier this month, Swashbuckler. Uh, tell us a little bit about that beer. Uh, well, first, uh, where's where is the camera? Right here. That's all, dude. That's a camera. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> we are we are high tech. Interesting. We cool. actually film you when you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I kept on I kept on looking around while you were talking about it. I'm like, where are they watching us? <laughs> Maybe is this a camera? That's <laughs> uh, a By the way, uh, I'm I am Bentley McBendelson from uh, Long John Silver's. Uh, I'm the director of marketing, specifically uh, digital and online ordering. Um, so. Uh, uh, Long John Silver's has been around since the 60s. Um, however, uh, uh, the London tradition of fried fish on Fridays has yeah. been around uh, for much longer than that. And uh, one of the things that we were looking I at- I thought it started in the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> like I like, said, much longer than that. Uh, like how long ago? Uh, Catholicism. Catholicism. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, one of the things that we did uh, uh, when 
when we were looking into the background of fried fish and uh, and Catholicism is uh, during Lent, uh, we have something called Fish Fridays. So mm -hmm. on Fridays, uh, everybody goes out and gets fish. Um, but when we were looking to some research around that, around that we realized that uh, 17th century uh, Catholic monks actually would go on liquid-only diets. And during that time, they actually ended up brewing a beer that was very nutrient-heavy, uh, so they could survive that entire time without eating anything solid. Um, and that is actually the uh, uh, the formation of the Bach beer. Yeah. Um, so we decided to uh, partner uh, with a local brewery, Shippenport Brewing Company, in order to create a beer uh, which ties uh, the current age of uh, fried fish uh, with that Lenten tradition of beer as well. So uh, uh, this beer, the Swashbuckler beer, um, is uh, brewed with a, a slight lemon notes uh, and then also with our malt vinegar uh, actually inside of it. It's really, really nice. It's really bright. We can do tasting notes first and then we can kind of talk about Get back to that what the fuck. Like yeah. Long John Silver's doing beer is and awesome. I, I yep. also would like to say that, so uh, this is a Hellas Bach. Um, traditionally, a lot of uh, the beer that people associate with Lent mm -hmm. and, and Bach beer is, you know, straight Bach or Doppelbach, which is darker, richer. Exactly. All of those things. Hellas Bach is usually brewed like uh, later in that scenario, but it's also lighter. And Long John Silver's definitely wanted something that was like lighter, yeah. crisper to pair with the fish. So that's why we chose like, Hellas Yeah, Bach. light, crispy, vinegary, lemony, like it goes perfectly together. The beer's fantastic. So Thank it is, you. it's nice and light and bright. It is super bright. For, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this is not what, like when you say Bach, this is not my first thought. Right? Yeah, no. that, that's what the Hellas like, yeah, category the Hellas. is. Yeah. Or like even my Bach can be lighter like that sometimes. But the lemon notes really come through nicely on the nose. And uh, the vinegar, if it's there, it's very subtle. So, you know, well done on that. And that's one of those things sometimes it's like, yeah, we put our vinegar in it. Well, the, you don't want to overdo it. The, the, yeah. That was part of the whole thing is that, like, we wanted to use something that was Long John Silver's yeah. and, like, tied the whole thing together. Because, obviously, we used lemon because lemon and fish uh -huh. hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and then we had the idea about the malt vinegar. And, basically, we tasted it and we added enough to, like, up perceptible acidity yeah. mm -hmm. but not like the flavor That's isn't really would, there yeah. it's just like a little crisper it, it just, probably works with the lemon too it yeah, kind of exactly. just plays together instead of dominating at what point in the brew did you add it it's all cold side nice. oh, okay yeah. all right so this wasn't like we added the vinegar we boiled it out <laughs> no. No, 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 no 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 it's still there yeah yeah <laughs> for sure so, we now want to make some malt vinegar out of the beer it was like the other that would be doubling down on it that would be, it. That would be tight yeah, yeah. yeah let's full circle <laughs> so how did you two get connected how did this all happen um, we have mutual friends from a while back. We, like I believe, met <laughs> outside while drinking like eight years ago. We know you showed me a picture recently. We met at Forecastle. No, we met up at Forecastle. Did we know each other prior to yeah, that? Yeah, we knew each other prior to that. I, 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 I. <laughs> it's a long story. He enjoys beer, uh, and we have a lot of mutual friends. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah, so, so. I mean, drink, drinking is the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, so to me, this sounds like one of those ideas that probably came after a couple of beers at a brainstorming, like, quasi-work session This or was entirely like his brainchild. Um, he basically, you know, was coming up with concepts uh, uh, for, like, marketing, for pushing their, like, Lent season is yeah. the biggest, like, season for them at Long John sure. Silver's, and he came up with the idea of making a beer, and then when I was opening up my own brewery, he was like, do you, do you think yeah, maybe you want to do this? And he had kind of, like, looked yeah. at working with other bigger breweries, and, like, they definitely were not as... Uh, you want us to put vinegar in it? <laughs> they they were going to make it a lot 
bigger and more expensive of a project sure. than working with somebody local. And so I feel like a lot of it was like, A, I can actually execute it. Mm-hmm. We actually know each other. But B, other people are going to be a little bit more difficult to work with and like not as executable. Well, in addition to that, uh, uh, working with a local Louisville brewery. So Long John Silver's is based in Louisville. Uh-huh. We've been based out of Louisville for many, many years. We started in Lexington, found, right? We, we yeah. did start out in Lexington, um, uh, but we've been based in Louisville for, I believe, 30, 35 years now. Wow. Um, and really, fi- one of the things that we do want to do is like figure out a way to tie ourselves more into the local Louisville uh-huh. community. So partnering, partnering with a local brewery was something that we were very excited about. Also, Long John Silver's, pirate-themed, exactly. sea-themed, shipping port, yep. swashbuckler, yep. shipping port. It's a perfect it's a perfect combo. Well, it's just like this beer in front well, of The fish. funny thing about the uh, the name swashbuckler is... Uh, that was all him, too. Yeah, I love that. That's <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, 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 so I... I, I Mike, um, the digital marketing manager at Long John Silver's, Jessica, um, her and I were on the phone talking about this beer, and she's like, "Oh yeah, like what do we kind of what, what do we want to call it?" I'm like, "Oh, we'll call it just like Long John Silver's like Lenten beer." Mm-hmm. And she's just like, "No, no, no, everybody <laughs> at Long John Silver's <laughs> loves puns. They love sea puns." Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Ah, like what? Like whatever. We'll call it like a like swashbuckler or something." <laughs> and then there was a pause, and then she was just like. That's actually a good name. And I'm like, oh, that is that's a good it. name. And then he told me that was the working name. And I was like, no, that's, that's the name. That's <laughs> yeah. What the like, working name? It's the name that works. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And also, like, when he came to me with the whole, like, Lenten beer, and we talked about, like, Hollisbach and everything else, I was just like, and obviously lemon. Like, and yeah. that, I feel like those were the things that, like, really we brought to the table was, like, obviously it's going to be this kind of beer. It wanted to be lighter, so it's Hellas. But then I was like... It has to have like another element for it to really be exciting and really like have some flavor of its own that's going to really tie it to fish other yeah. than just being a really excellent Hellas book because I don't think that that's going to really excite people about the pairing as much. So I was like, obviously lemon. And then when we landed on the whole malt vinegar thing, the fact that they make their own and it's branded, I was and, like, yeah. swashbuckler is a reference to what exactly? Swashbuckler. 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 Okay. Yeah. Which is a pirate style of sword fighting or something like that? Yeah. Swash. And the, like, and the funny thing about the malt vinegar is, uh, so uh, when we originally looked at it, we we're like, okay, I'm like, I'm like, we have to uh, have like a few samples to uh, give to leadership to let them select it. So it was like, let's do one that's like lemon. Let's do one that's like more lemony. And then like, let's do like a one with like a, like malt vinegar or something in it. And I kind of said it as a joke. And she's just like, oh yeah, we can do that. Yeah, like, wait, 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 <laughs> we can do that? She's like, yeah. And then when we actually did the trial of it, uh, the malt vinegar ended up rounding out a lot of those lemon notes. So it wasn't quite so much of a stab on sure. your tongue yeah. with a lemon. And it's just like, this is this is actually really good. And it ends up tying the entire story together too, which is really nice. Yeah. So was it always going to be a Hellesbach or were other recipes considered? Like what could have this beer been? So um, because of the link back to uh, Monk's... Uh, it was always going to be It was always going to be a Bach. Yeah. So, Amelia, like as far as like the recipe creation goes, did you tinker around with a couple different ideas first, or? Um, we definitely. Uh, so again, also thinking about like uh, Long John Silver's, uh, the kind of Lenten tradition, um, and also like the folks that are going to be like eating Long John Silver's fish and the beer that would be most approachable. Um, the minute he said like Lenten beer and Bach beer, I was like, listen we shouldn't do a standard one. Like uh, darker beer, heavier beer, fruitier beer, like that's not going to be what the average consumer, like to be honest, like if you're not into craft beer, things that are darker, richer, boozier are going to be something, exactly. So um, that's why we landed on Hellesbach because Hellesbach is like obviously color-wise, immediately accessible. Flavor-wise, it is something that is basically just like 
a bigger lager. It's and rich. That, it's yeah. Rich. Yeah. It's rich, but it's also not like it's not so far away from what um, a consumer that might be as familiar with craft beer is yeah, going exactly. to be intimidated by, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, that's also yeah. like the 6.5%, you know, like usually Bach beer is a little bit bigger than that, but we decided to try to like tailor it a little bit down. So it's like, it is color-wise, flavor profile-wise for the Hellas um, and also like alcohol content, it is going to be accessible to people who are maybe not as familiar with craft beer. That's definitely why we landed on Hellas Bach as opposed to like the richer, bigger box yeah. and double box. Heck yeah. I think you nailed it. I really do. Thank you. So it's been out for what, two and a half, three weeks now at this point. What is, what's the reaction been? Not just necessarily in the tap room, but then also just on, like on, on, from a marketing standpoint. I mean, that, that thing went out on the wire. I saw it. So like it, it had a ro- uh, broad reach. We've heard tons of people talking about it too. Like people are, don't take this the wrong way, but I've had a few people say to me, oh, Long John Silver is like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about them for a little while. Just people in the beer community because they're so kind of focused on, you know, being nerds, hipster shit. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I think it was very effective, at least from what I've seen, just in kind of like, like you, like you had said earlier, just kind of connecting back to the roots of kind of being a local company and like all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Well, that's the entire point of doing something like this is really to uh, uh, get out there in front of people who might not otherwise be considering us, might not have thought about yep. us in the past. Um, and, you know, we're not really the first brand to do something like this. So this was originally inspired by uh, the Harpoon Duncan Porter, oh, yeah. cool. um, yeah. which I'm sure you've all experienced mm-hmm. before. And they've actually spun off into, I think they have like, you haven't had that before? It's great. Oh, it's a good beer. It's a good beer. It's a good beer. They, they are. are. <laughs> I, I was shaking my head no. Um, <laughs> it was like a PBR chocolate beer or whatever the heck yeah. somebody made like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts is actually this is much better. They they pushed <laughs> yes. off into doing other beers as well. So they actually have like a jelly donut beer. Okay. Uh, they have like a pumpkin spice beer. And it's all um, through Harpoon. All through Harpoon. Nice. Um, you know, uh, to varying degrees of goodness. Uh, I have tried them all, and then um, the thing that really kicked it off for me was a. Uh, I believe it was last year or the year before Waffle House actually did oh, a really? bacon and maple syrup beer. I missed that right. one. With? Um, do not remember. It was not released widely. It was only available at one beer festival. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I saw that. Um, Which is kind of similar to what we're doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but uh, this is available. Um, so we ended up producing a very limited number of cans uh, for uh, a press giveaway, um, as well as for sale at uh, Shipping Port Sally Fourth Tap Room. Um, and uh, it is actually at two bars now in Louisville. Yeah, uh, we're on top at uh, Knock Bar and Perfect. also High Horse because uh, ultimately we do want people to just like mm-hmm. taste it and get excited about it. And for us, similarly, it's like. You know, we obviously um, are trying to create a name for ourselves in the craft beer community, but there's a whole lot of people who would never have heard about us uh, other than like the fact that they are stoked about Long John Silver. And this is like a weird thing. Like you started off saying, uh, you know, like, what the fuck? And it's just like everyone's like, do what? What's happening? What's happening? There's always like a good hype that gets built out of that kind of energy. So well, when I first um, like read or like when when we first heard about the concepts, I was like. The first thing you think when you hear the description of the beer is like, I have to try that. It doesn't even necessarily matter if it's going to be like, if I'm going to love it or if I'm going to spit it out. Like, I have to have it either way. I have to try it. And a lot of people definitely were like, malt vinegar, get get out of town. That's not going to be good. And then when people are like, actually, it's good. I'm like, I don't don't ever set out to make a beer that's kitschy for the sake of being kitsch and not drinkable. So I'm like, of course it's good. Come on. Well, you might treat your water at the beginning of a brew process anyway, just because the water is more like acidic in some of those German places anyway. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Bentley, I mean, you, you seem to be familiar with the brew space in different ways already, but did you have any like takeaways from this project or a different perspective on the, on the beer community, on all the beer nerds after doing this? Uh, so I've been lucky enough to uh, uh, be fairly heavily involved in the beer community yeah. uh, uh, locally. Um, uh, uh, like I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. So I was pretty big with some folks over there. Yeah. You and Garrett just like go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. The They've got matching tattoos. Yeah. It's no biggie. Um, but uh, uh, I think the interesting thing for me is just the amount of, uh, the amount of reach that this community actually has uh there were some folks uh, that i haven't talked to in like five or six years uh, up in chicago nice. up in maine uh, who just texted me and they were just like hey belly did, like, did you have a hand in this this feels like something that you would do <laughs> that um, sounds like a backhanded compliment <laughs> you know, i'm lucky enough to uh, uh be in a career that uh, allows me to do some really weird things yeah. and very notable things and this is just kind of like a, another one here um but uh, uh across the board the reception has been very very good um everybody who has reviewed it has had nothing but great things to say That's um good to one of the things that we did put in the original press release even though i don't think it ever made it to actual print was that this is a very crushable beer yeah uh, and it 100 is it it is. It is. Um, it is. And you know, for being a six, it's six point five, right? Mm -hmm. For six point five, it's a little bit hotter. Cans opener. I know. I'm <laughs> thinking, I'm it's, it is incredibly good, and we do have two kegs uh, back at headquarters. We're still trying to figure out exactly what we want to do with that, uh, but uh, I'm hoping that we can get into some beer festivals this summer. Yeah, totally. Well, might be able to help. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Cool, uh, Amelia. Do you have any takeaways from this project? Um, I, I, shipping port is always really into collaboration and, and collaborating with, um, people outside of our like specific industry is always really interesting. And I feel like that's the thing that I've really enjoyed is the fact that, um, working with people who aren't like necessarily just in craft beer, like seeing, um, how we can make something that's really good and dynamic and like how many more people we can reach is like wonderful. And I, I really, really want to do more of that. I hope, um, collaboration is the backbone of our business yep. right now. And, um, yeah. and reaching outside of just craft beer, um, has been really, really fun. And I hope to do more of that. Something we always try to stress whenever we do our collabs with different brews around town is that we always try to figure out a way to bring in a third party in there somehow that's not involved in the brewing space mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. because that just makes it more fun for everybody and you know if it's a nonprofit or a small business there's uh, a you could say like a, a feel-good aspect to it or just a way to broaden the reach even more yeah exactly um because i think that there is always room to bring more people into like our wheelhouse and also um learn from people who are outside of our specific, you know. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. House, again, wheelhouse. Yeah. And we don't have to spill any secrets, but this might not, there There might be some more things to stay, to for people to stay, to keep following the Long John Silver's account, and you guys might uh, Everybody should have follow some more the Long collabs. John Silver's account all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This but, might be a, a, this might not be a standalone. Can, can you, hey, for, for like a day, can can Ale Trail be the, the one account on Instagram that Long John Silver's follows back? Because they don't follow anybody on. We do not Instagram. follow anybody. <laughs> but, but for like, but, but for like twenty four hours, can it can, can it be us? Let's see, let's see what we can, let's see what we can make happen. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, so let's let's switch gears and just actually talk about shipping port because we really didn't get a chance to dive into that yet. Yeah. Um, you've been open since what June? 
Watch yeah, it. Uh, our um, grand opening was June 24th, 2021. So Jeez, that seems like a lifetime ago. Like, I know, <laughs> and also like a moment ago. Yeah. <laughs> Time has lost all meaning. So tell us tell us about the taproom. Tell us about uh, the Portland neighborhood and just how everything's been going so far. Um, so yeah, things have been going good. Um, obviously, you know, opening during a pandemic is yeah. a challenge within itself. Uh, no, you, no. <laughs> no, it was easy. Apparently David says it was, you know, easy peasy lemon squeezy. So I don't have anything else to add to that. No, <laughs> no um, basically, uh, I had endeavored to start up in 2020, uh, pandemic hit. Um, had to pivot in a lot of ways. So we're operating on a pilot system and contract brewing our two core brands and then doing a lot of collaborations. Um, we are doing well, um, but as I know that all small businesses uh, have experienced, um, we have had to pivot and pivot and pivot again because we keep on thinking that we're going to yep. be at the end, we're going to be at the end, and then the end doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but things overall are going better than we could really ask for. Um, we're making really, really good beer. I'm very excited about the products that we're making. I'll second that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's really Thank sure. you. Um, our two core brands, uh, are, um, a Kolsch and an IPA that we contract brew with 1020. So go over there and brew in their system and they're very solid. Um, then we're making very small batch stuff on site. Uh, we've got, uh, Belgian triple on right now. We're going to be releasing a sati tomorrow, oh, nice. um, that one of our, uh, regulars is, um, a lovely Finnish man named Peter. And I'd never talked to someone from Finland about that style. I'd never had that style that was actually produced in Finland. I've only had American produced satis. Yeah. And so like when he came in and started hanging out, I was like, can you tell me what this style is about? And <laughs> like, awesome. would you like to like, kind of like give me a recipe that you feel like would like really recommend that style authentically. And so we basically brewed it based upon his awesome. um, information. And uh, what I definitely know is that you have to get the yeast directly from Finland and it's baker's yeast and you can't order it online. So huh. we did, we did a Voss yeast and hopefully maybe he'll have somebody send some illegal yeast in the mail. But, um, <laughs> it's it illegal in, to send yeast in the mail? It's a, it's a, it's a micro biological product and customs, customs usually doesn't yeah. enjoy you sending those yeah. across. Just do it like put it inside of a little like Long and short. We'll see something. how that pans like, out. I'm yeah, not breaking any law. Bear. It's yeah, totally yeah, yeah. fine. I wouldn't actually do that. That's in not fact, a real thing. You're just kidding actually. Like I'm you're, just it's joking. a bit this is a big joke. Um, if I have a sourdough starter, you're telling me I can't mail it? No, you're not supposed to out of the country because your microbes here are different than other people's microbes. All right, you guys oh. fly me to Finland. Oh. I will just drink 10,000 of them so that my entire microbe And then we'll just swab your arm, yeah, armpits exactly. and it'll be fine. I'll infest um, myself. <laughs> gross. Yeah. Well, the short. It's all very gross, actually. <laughs> well, you're, we're gross. <laughs> say? Uh, but our beer is great. Um, no, uh, Not so, only your beer is great, but uh, the, little, like, the community that you guys are creating down there, it seems like it's really just picking up steam and taking off and like, you know, you guys are the first brewery west of 9th Street since pre-prohibition. I mean, yeah, right? We're the first uh, tap, tap, tap room. room. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, there have been, I know Falls City yeah, had the theirs and then Against yeah. the Grain has a protection facility. Yeah. We're the first tap room and um, building community is really important to us. Um, but it's, it's a lot of... A, doing that, making it a space that is, like, accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. 
the food and the beer prices very much are are geared towards that. But the beer itself is also like meant to be interesting and meant to be um, something that brings people from everywhere. Yeah. Um, the environment and the and the food and the accessible prices are meant to be very much ex- for the very neighborhood. Accessible. But, Yes, but but the the beer itself is meant to be something that draws people in from everywhere. Um, I'm really stoked. Also, we did a collaboration with Monic. That's uh, another forage beer. Oh, I had it the other day. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, buddy, buddy, let me try it. Thanks. It's you. really good. Yeah, we uh, did magnolia um, petals where you uh, dehydrate those. It's uh-huh. like ginger snappy. Interesting. And then uh, grapevine. Uh, the sap is is very grapey, so it's a grapevine um, cool. uh, magnolia uh, beer de mars. That's... Where'd you guys go to smuggle the uh, foraging? Um, we time? foraged. We we did urban foraging of the magnolia petals. Nice. <laughs> Everything you're saying is like borderline illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just steal that from somebody's front yard? No. So the lady was I like, did not. my flowers. And then uh, we have forged some in some parks. Uh, specifically, Grapevine is invasive, so we do not feel bad at, yeah, at all. About, like, not, not really. It's not, like, invasive, invasive, but it does pull just down not, trees yeah. and, like... It'll um, choke things out. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. So um, that beer is super delicious, um, and we're going to do more of that. That's, that's, that's another kind of series of where, that you guys are doing, too. It's just, like, that kind of like forage style. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's part of where our heart is. Um, we love making like super crushable, accessible beers like this, but then we like to uh, have these beers kind of like open the doorway to these more like experimental kind of like esoteric beers, like the forage beers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chimera beer was like that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, great. And we're about to do a collaboration with uh, Turtleback Ridge uh, oh, nice. next week, um, oh, which is Kentucky's only yeah. farmhouse brewery yeah. and like super we're stoked to work with those guys. Um, so yeah, we're like hippies who are making delicious beers with like you know people outside of our industry, and then also making a bunch of existential like weird witchy things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. the Chimera beer was what? I think that's still on at both locations. Is it Matri- it is. Matri- yeah. Matriarchal? Matrilineal. Matrilineal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. a name. Um, yeah, <laughs> Sean chose that one, and I was like. You know what? That's good. <laughs> it is a good name. It's just like, I know that's a mouthful for a lot of people. And they like see it. They're like, I would like the sassafras beer. And I'm like, <laughs> Where did that name come from? Um, so Native American uh, communities are often um, based in matrilineal um, uh, arcs as opposed to patrilineal, as in like the, um, the you follow the mother's line yeah. as opposed to the uh, father's line. And also they're very based in foraging. So in the concept of foraging, it. it makes sense that we would like pay a little tip of the hat to that. Um, and that one has sassafras, uh, shag bark, hickory, cherry bark, and turkey tail mushroom. Uh, yeah, so I'm getting to a point now where if I go to any brewery, any any tap room in town, I'm just like, oh, shipping port collab. I want that. Yeah. Because I know it's going to be different than anything else on the menu. Yeah. It's, that's what I want. And you just want to try it because it's going to be, yeah, like something... Which is brewy or just like a great Kolsch. Like, yeah, yeah. you guys do yeah. both of those really like, well. Because, like, and, you know, I mean, you're doing a, a beer to Mars, and that's not something that everybody does. Yeah. And actually, you don't see them very often. You don't. You don't. I mean, yeah. no, it's in, in this market, uh, you know, whatever sells, sells, I suppose, and people want to cater to that. But, like, it's the idea of, like, hey, we, like, you probably like beer to Mars, so that's why you want to brew it, right? Yeah. Uh, Buddy definitely was the one that chose the base beer, okay. but at Fair the enough. same time, <laughs> Buddy very much is in the same vein of like, uh, and I think Monica is generally yeah. like yep. um, making beers that are like in 
interesting to brewers. We all ha- we all make beers that like we know are the ones that people are going to drink more than other things like yeah, Kolsch and IPA. Sure. Um, I don't chase a lot of the fads just because I don't enjoy drinking a lot of those beers. Yep. And when I do make those beers, I'm, I try to do those in collaboration with people who I know do them really well. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we're, we just did a collaboration with Monic, not Monic, pardon me, uh, with uh, Noble Funk and Atrium, and it's like an 11% sour. Nice. It's got 11% sour. <laughs> cool. Um, it's, it's, Are you trying to kill people? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, it's got, it's it's a, a riff off of um, the Bee's Knees, which is a pre-prohibition cocktail, oh, so... Okay. Uh, juniper, honey. Um, we added botanicals because I like botanicals. So um, we have lemon verbena and uh, lavender. Oh, cool. And then uh, blackberry puree because, you know, it's atrium and they yeah. like their fruits. Um, but like, it's going to be. A I think big... one of them must own like a fruit company somewhere, too. It's like. Just, no, it's just an Amoretti stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, from my understanding, the rates that they're paying for their puree, I don't think they're yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do them well. Not everybody does like yeah. slushy beers well. Atrium is one of the ones that does those Exactly, well. and they do it really well. And so yeah. when you're going to work with people who like are doing those kinds of beers, like obviously those are the kind of collaborations you're going to do, but they already had a bunch of like kind of like dessert-esque beers that they were doing. And when they were like, oh, maybe we'll do a cocktail-inspired one, I was like, yes. Yeah. Because yes. botanicals is where I live. Like, let's do that, yeah. you know? You mentioned like Louisville as a market uh, a little bit ago you guys are both you know been in louisville for a while but you guys have both also lived in beer communities you mentioned like you know brooklyn and i know you've had a ton of places on the west coast portland probably like the one you lived in the longest is that that, right? that's where i lived yeah, yeah how do you think louisville where do you think we are on a scale of like beer city from we just got born to being like a you know new york or a portland or a, even chicago or Asheville? what i don't know how do, how do you feel like it's what's, grown what's, what's and, our trajectory like right yeah now? i would say louisville beer scene's better than brooklyn's uh, all right, folks. That's a uh, I mean, thanks for tuning in. No, Brooklyn. Brooklyn is just like a hard place for things to thrive, just because real estate and density. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's just, definitely like I've been to. Uh, there's one in Greenpoint. Uh, that I've been to in the past, like I don't know, five seven years. That was pretty good. So there's a there are a lot of breweries in Brooklyn now, uh, but that was just because the laws just recently changed. And I guess we've actually in Louisville been encountering the same sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, it was laws have yeah, changed. it was very limited um, in uh, what you could produce. And I remember uh, when I was in, I was living in Brooklyn was just when they started to let up the stuff, and they would uh, give you very discounted uh, uh, licenses uh, if you used only New York products. Oh, gotcha. Um, but even that still sort of like limited the thing. But like Brooklyn Brewery is now a national brand, yeah, which is great. Bronx Brewery uh, just opened up as well. Finback is really good. Finback Six is Point is really phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, Six Point had just gotten started. So I literally left New York to move to Portland to work in a brewery because I decided that's the trajectory that I wanted to go on in 2007. And there were there was Red Hook, mm-hmm. there was Brooklyn. I forgot about Red Hook, man. And mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah, that was that were that was my options. In Portland? No, in in, oh, in okay. New York. And so I basically just googled which city in the country had the most breweries nice. per capita, and it was Portland. And that was only twenty three at that point. Wow. And by the time I left, there were 90. that was twenty three <laughs> within like uh, five miles of city center. When I left in twenty thirteen. There were uh, 56. Wow. 
mm-hmm. within five miles of city center. And I know that it's probably closer to 100 now. Um, so the density is crazy. Um, but at the same time, when I moved back here, uh, we had five breweries in the city yeah. and 10 in the state. So that's one thing, Michael, and I've been tracking for a little while, but like year over year, Kentucky goes up about 50%. Yeah, we're going exponential right now. Since since the beginning of 2020, uh, 10 or 11 new tap rooms have opened up in Louisville. Yeah. So that's that's a new tap room one every two and a half months. Yeah. That's like 100% growth. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. And the diverse, I think the diversity of beer here is uh, uh, pretty intense as well. Like the only other city that I would really compare Louisville to would probably be Asheville. Yeah, sure. Um, That's a great comparison too. We've got the tourism and like we have the bourbon, they have the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> like, I so. think that's the big thing is that bourbon continues to overshadow the beer community here. And that's mm-hmm. fine because bourbon yeah. is older. That's yeah. just the way that it is. However, um, one of the things that we're kind of looking to capitalize on is like if we can get um long term some nice wild bottle condition bottles in the yeah. same place that you would see those yep. bourbons so that when you come to town yep. because you're going to come to town for bourbon and then you think of like oh i should stop by a brewery then you'll come by our spot because you've seen our fucking bottles there so, that's pretty much the extent of the distribution that we want to do yeah. so aside from that we, we've talked with a couple of like touring companies around town because <clears throat> part of our mission is to get louisville beer to the world and establish this as a beer destination more than a bourbon destination not more than just but, along know, with hey, along yeah. with a beer destination. and a beer destination <laughs> <laughs> yes um and some of the feedback it, immediately as soon as you start talking to them is like you can't drink bourbon all day no you know it's like these people get on these tour buses to go to distilleries and they have cases of beer because they're gonna yeah. go and do a yeah. tasting and then, and then, and then they have to drive an hour and a half to the next yeah. distillery and, and they're then... gonna Drink beer the whole way. I mean, and that's part of what we've already seen because we are um, just on the street from Peerless. And uh, Mm -hmm. obviously on the, you know, western side of town, you have a bunch of those like, you know, uh, distillery experiences, let's just say. It's not that the distillery is on site, but there is like basically a tavern gearing towards it. We actually get a fair amount of uh, tourist traffic because people are just like, oh, we're supposed to do this A, B, C, and D. Sure. You guys are a place where we can just get a pint of 5% beer and <laughs> yeah. a sandwich. Yeah. Just hang and out. like hang out for yeah. a second, either before or after we're supposed to go to this thing where we know that like we've already been drinking bourbon all day or we're about to drink bourbon all day. And we would just like to like either like level out or get the, a base layer. The base layer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. I have a long-term conspiracy theory that I'm going to try to inject into the zeitgeist that Kentucky Commons aged in bourbon barrels are freaking amazing and it's like we're the new napa valley we're like the sonoma valley russian river was like aging all their sour funky beers in those wine barrels and they became like a whole thing just nice clean kentucky common was it sour was it not sour who knows but if you let it sit in a (laughs) bourbon barrel and then you kind of age it like an oak brune you just funk it up a little bit man that's like some world class then then you have those fancy bottles like of barrel aged sour kentucky common it's a very, it's a very yeah. good beer. Yeah. The few that I've had of people barrel aging those things and, you know, you start the beer at like, you age it in a really wet barrel too. So it goes from like 4% to like 9% and a little bit of funk in there. So yeah, what was the next Napa Valley is what I'm trying to say. This is yeah. why we, we pay for your therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's, what's in the future for both Long John's, Silver's and uh, Shipping Port? 
what's what's going on that you want to give a shout out to? Uh, so uh, we are coming to the end of our Lenten promotional window. So uh, next week, next Monday is when we start our new one, which is a lemon cake uh, with purchase family meal. Oh, nice. Um, uh, so we have an absolutely wonderful lemon cake that's uh, partnered with that. And we're hoping to uh, move a lot of those for Mother's Day, Father's Day. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, grads and dads season's right around the corner. Grads um, and dads. Yep. Grads and dads. So we're going to be doing that. Um, and then, you know, who who knows what's uh, in the cards for the shipping port. We had some conversations earlier today. I can't talk about it. <laughs> well, stay tuned on on social media and you guys will be the first to know. Stay tuned on that. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, shipping port, I saw that you that you are doing cold service. Yes. That's yes. Perfect time of the year. The weather's turning Kolsch around. Cold service. Everybody loves it. And if you're not familiar with it, it is the magnificent scenario that you just buy a little 10 ounce glass of Kolsch. We give you a coaster, and we just don't let you run dry. Just mark it every time we bring you another one. Yeah. Until you remember that you need to just put that coaster <laughs> on top of your glass so that it will stop. You have to opt out. If you yeah. fall asleep on the bar, you're automatically opted well, out. Well, we obviously <laughs> will stop if that's about yeah. to happen. But, um, but if, it's an, if just... no one's ever done that, like um, obviously it's like a big thing in Colon and like a lot of European countries. Holy Grail has done it in the past, but yes, like uh, Hot Sooner Nights was, yeah, was yeah. theirs. I don't know if any little breweries done that. Never, before. Nope. Not that yeah, nope. that's super super cool. If any, if you guys are listening, have never experienced that, uh, it's so fun. Just take a group of friends. You just go sit at the bar and just drink. They, session beer for they, a couple hours and it's delightful. One of my least favorite things to do at a brewery is having to think about the next beer that sure. I'm gonna have. So I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to have to think when yeah. I go to a when I go to a brewery. <laughs> yep. Uh, so <laughs> if if they just bring the beer to me, that's what I want. And our our Kolsch is quite delectable. And um, the reality also that uh, this fine man was bringing up is that if you get a liter, (laughs) you got to worry about it getting warm. But if we just keep on showing up with 10-ounce glasses, it's always cold, crisp, and delicious. As long as you don't have to walk to the bar for the 10-ounce glasses. No, you don't. (laughs) You're walking around with trays every Wednesday. I do want to know where the name Eddie came from. Um, so, uh, shipping port, I don't think I have any of our branding on us. Um, uh, shipping port basically has, yes, well, right there, all these little swirls, little swirls of water, a little, oh, like, like that's, the, oh. Oh. that's why it's with an I or with a Y. That's why it's with a Y instead of with an IE. That's awesome. I didn't know that. It's US, because the US little swirl of our branding, it's a, it's yeah. a. It's I learned Eddie. something new and, today. and you assumed it was a dog. Well, it sounds like a cool dog. Hey, Eddie. Everybody in Bruce <laughs> names something after their dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to do that. By the way, my my dog's name is uh, Jackson Pollock, a.k.a. Uh, Dapper Jack, a.k.a. the Sad-Eyed Swindler. And so now you guys know. <laughs> that if so, you ever hear any reference to that, that's my dog. That's not the real Amelia. She didn't release that beer. <laughs> the Sad-Eyed Swindler, though, you got to say. That's yeah, that's a, a good that, nickname. That's a good one. Yeah, I think everybody has five or six nicknames for their dogs. Oh, I've got like an ex of mine made me uh, little magnets of all of the different names oh, nice. so we can re-juxtapose them. <laughs> and I forgot about some of them until I got it for Christmas one year. And I was like, oh, God, I call my dog some weird yeah, shit. Yeah, I do too. I have a few. Uh, my dog's name is Mocha when she's being bad at Darth Mo. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, when it's cold outside and I try and put her sweater on her, she fights it. So she's also the sweater protester. <laughs> <laughs> so my dog's name is Riley. I call him Riles, Rye Rye, Rye Bread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if he has dirty paws, Mr. Dirty paws. <laughs> uh, so, 
He's yeah. also Senior Speckle Belly. Oh. Uh, he's also Muscle Butt. He's also Murder Mouth. Because <laughs> it's fine. You have better names. It's fine. Murder Mouth. Do you have any names for Travis? Guys. Just Travis. Yeah. Travis? <laughs> like, what's wrong I just, with I, we'll just have a he cat. He has cats. I have a cat. No, you have two cats. I have two cats. Travis and Bucket. And Bucket? What is Bucket named after? Uh, she's named after a uh, Bucket of Chicken. Oh, nice. Nice. I think yeah, if you make up a nickname for a cat, it'll, like, push all of your lamps off of your furniture. Probably. No, they do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I, Travis gets to come out on the town in a little harness. Yeah. Oh, so he's cute. been to shipping port a few times, hung out in the back, uh, uh, back patio with us on yeah. a leash. Yeah, you guys are a good little dog destination too for people yeah. with well-behaved dogs. Yeah, I did. I did have one person specifically ask me. We need to talk about Long John Silver's chicken. Yeah. Oh, how, why is it so good? Why is it so good? <laughs> why is it so, Ray? It's better. It's better than places that are like, oh, our chicken is so good. Yes. Uh, yeah. Also, our chicken is just absolutely delicious. Okay. Uh, I, I hands down agree with that. One. <laughs> why? Why? Is it so good? why? <laughs> no idea. Not, I want to say it's the batter. So and know, also the mixing of the grease. Well, you know, they, they call yeah, it the mixing of it. the grease. Yeah. They call it the chicken of the sea. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah Yours is the chicken of the sea. Some, well, the real chicken We're not of the legally sea. allowed to say that. <laughs> 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 I think that's what comes But, uh, uh, but uh, you're uh, illegally allowed to say it. Illegally allowed to say it. Moan how said. You're allowed to say it. <laughs> yeah. That, those words cannot it. come through my lips. But uh, there is something about our chicken tenders, which is just absolutely fantastic. Like, uh, so our culinary team is absolutely fantastic about picking out the best cuts for us. And then just something about our breading and like just being in that same oil as the fish, yeah, as the shrimp, it just creates something absolutely magical it's, that it's happens so there. Good. I'll do another it's hot so take. Good. Hush puppies better than French fries. Hush puppies are so much better than French that's fries. That's not a hot take. It's yeah. not, not a okay. hot take. That's just reality. Hush puppies are delicious. Not everything has to. Not everything has to be a hot take. Well. It's just a but take. it could well, be, you know what, John? Hot take. There are what some French fry stands out there. Yeah, man. So what, one of my ideas tonight was to uh, to save one of the beers, and I'm going to try to get to a Long John Silver's before they close, grab some hush puppies, and then when I go home tonight, you know, do 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 a little dipping action. See, With your best see, life. Yeah. See what's going on. Can I, can I suggest a, a do that in the tub? <laughs> really get the full sea experience and watch candles, candles into the Caribbean. Candles, yeah, mood lighting. Johnny Depp. What would a pirate have? No, a pirate would have candles. Let's get that. Yeah. No, no, not bombs. You'd have to Epsom salts. Yeah, yeah, salt. yeah, yeah. Of course, oh, the yeah. brine. Brine yourself. Brine yourself. <laughs> Also have a glass of rum. Yes. Ah, uh, but why is the rum always gone? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've never been to sea. <laughs> <laughs> Little landlocked. I'm, I'm a greenhorn. <laughs> All right. I've been, to see, I've been on like a fishing boat, but that doesn't count, I don't think. On that note, guys, thank you so much for joining tonight. I'm going to grab some of these beers and try to get to an LJS before they close. Oh, yeah. Really happy that y'all came. Glad that we got to learn a little bit uh, more about the beer. And, uh, you know, if you're in the Louisville area, definitely stop by uh, Shipping Port. Yeah, if you're in here um, visiting for Derby, like that's put Shipping Port on your list as a place to visit. But yeah, also. And John Silver's done Krispies. Yeah. A Kentucky yeah. company, come get them, come get them hush puppies, fuck french fries. No, extra crispies. That's how you order. <laughs> extra crispies extra crispy. all so the way. Long John Silver's hashtag fuck french fries. That's, <laughs> that's, so, when, so, when, so when the LJS Twitter account goes I'll, rogue. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll run that by your market. SVP and see what he says. I think you could do, like, go after some chicken places too. It'd be like, fuck your chicken. Long John Silver's for life. No, oh, we tried. 
we try to be we try to be positive in, in our in all of our endeavors. Like Arg. people, yeah, Arg. <laughs> you're doing great, buddy. <laughs> I love it. I That's love it. I love it. Just passive aggressive, please. Hey, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great, buddy. <laughs> Just say things like my mother-in-law might say. <laughs> yeah, <it's> perfect. <laughs> It's so cute that you grew up to be a chicken restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Soon may the one of them come to bring your sugar and tea and rum. <laughs> Please do not keep that in. I will fucking kill you.